Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I hope you're all doing well. And let's see, we're going to have a game tonight. Oh, by the way, stick around to the end because I'm going to have a contest. First time for everything. Very rare I I have anything to give away. So I've got a contest to do. Let's see. uh, Tonight I got a game, usually my Thursday MythGarther game, but Matt is running by the book, Rules Cyclopedia D&D, and usually we have Thursdays, but 4th of July falls on Thursdays, so we're going to meet tomorrow night. And it's okay with me because my character died last session, so I get to make a new one. Oh, boy. Anyway, I want to talk about role-playing game books and rule books and the hobby and how it applies to me and maybe you, too. First of all, let me let me state that I probably may have said this before, and I'm not sure, but I have two hobbies in my life. I have... I have role-playing games. I have movies. And I was a movie person long before I became... Uh, before I ever even played D&D, my first D&D session, like in high school. And I didn't play D&D, my first role-playing, until I was 22. And in high school, I was a movie buff from junior high on. And I didn't have any movies, so I'd read movie books. So I read a lot of those. And when the VHS Revolution came out, I built up my collection of movies. And when the DVD came out, Revolution came out, I chucked those and got DVD movies and Blu-ray movies now. And I've got about, oh, I'd say... I think I cataloged over 1,600 discs of movies and TV shows. And that's counting, I mean, it sounds a lot, but that's also counting box sets and things like that. They're counting individual discs. But still, that's kind of big. Actually, big, but it's kind of a drop in the bucket. Because I used to be able, I used to be a member of certain forums for DVDs and Blu-ray. And believe me, there are people out here who's collected 10 times as many as I have. Because these are the fanatic people. If they like something like, say, Doctor Who or Babylon 5 or something like that, they will collect it and collect it and collect it. So, But I can't see, if they're doing TV shows, and especially this is true of TV shows, if they're doing TV shows, they'll collect, say they're a fan of The Simpsons. Well, The Simpsons is going on over 20 years. I don't think they're ever going to cancel that show. But... They just keep collecting each season it comes out. And it's like, you're never going to stop. You know, I've got a collection now. I figured that mine is small and powerful. <laughs> small and concentrated. It's what I like. And my TV show collecting goes like this. With rare exceptions, nothing over five years, five seasons, and it has to be off the air. So... That's my little spiel on that. But I compare that to my DVD collection, or my role-playing game collection, because I've got a lot of books. I've got, I've collected over the past few years at least 350 books. At least books, box sets, uh, supplements, you name it. If I like the genre like Gangbusters, or Mutant Future, or D&D, or Gamma World, or, 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 or. 
I would I would get the books or superhero. Superhero was big on champions and such like that. So anyway, you get the point. I, what I'm comparing it to is I see these people who collect, like say they like first edition ADD, real lot, a whole lot. And they have this shelf. I've seen these videos with people talking about it. They have a shelf of what e-books behind them. Like five player's handbooks, five Dungeon Master guys, five monster manuals. I know kind of why they do that. It, one or two reasons. One, they're collectors. They have to have, oh, I have this printing. I have that printing. I have this, this release, that release. Okay, fine. That's all fine and good. And the other one is, oh, I want my players to have, if they need a copy of the player's handbook at the table, it's right there. I've got it on the shelf. Okay, well, that's nice, well and good, but I can spend my money another other ways. I can get more different books. That would be nice. My collection right now is kind of stalled. Uh, I've always got, like I call I call my my movies and my role-playing games, I call it Dueling Collections. Right now, it's on the favor of the DVD side because I'm getting all the book reading. The time I ever buy them anymore is like when I go to North Texas RPG Con or somebody sends me a book to review. And I, there may be one or two I might get, a couple of indie games. I still have to get a second edition of Black Hack as of this recording. But anyway, far be it for me. But I only... I only need one copy of everything to me because my collection, my collection is a working, I was called a working collection because I do use these books. I'm not, they're not like, you know, put up on a, on, in a bag in, in storage in my garage. Well, actually they are mostly, but that's mainly because of space. I don't have much space, but that being said, I have like one of everything I need if the players need the information on the player, the game I'm doing, then either they buy their own book or this is what I do. And I feel a little shaky on this, a little nervous. And I hope publishers and creators aren't going to get, you know, on my case about this. But every game I run, I usually, nine times out of ten, have the PDF also. And I give them a copy of the PDF. So you have people on phones and tablets at the table looking stuff up. That's okay. That's why I don't mind electronics on the table because I can usually tell what you're using it for because I've had people, hey, look, get off Facebook. Come on, we're playing. But I, that's rare, few and far between because our players are always looking up rules. Like I don't have rules on my I don't have the PDF on my phone because I can't read it. I'm old. My eyes, even with my glasses, it's hard. And for some reason, Gage doesn't have it on his, I think because he keeps forgetting his phone. But so the book is there. The big, like when we're playing Astonishing Swordsman, the book is on the table that we can pass. But if I have people with the PDFs that, that, that just, you, you know how that is. It, it, okay. I, yeah, I got to look at my saving throws. Can you give me the book or at least read them to me? Okay, fine. I got to look up this spell over here. Can you pass me the book? That kind of thing. It just makes it a little bit more efficient. I'm not trying to take anything away from people, but I just don't. I just don't understand why people have to have like these days of electronics like that. They have to have like five, like I said, unless they're collectors, you know, that kind of thing. And I got my own opinions about all that kind of stuff. Speculators, anyway. So let me get to the point of this. The point of this is, I've got some extra books. 
I would like to give away to somebody. I've got an extra copy, or an extra copy of the three core first edition AD&D books that I would like to pass along. I, this last North Texas RPG Con, I got a copy of earlier editions of the first edition stuff with the classic covers on them. The ones I've been using are the orange spine ones. And those I am going to put up for grabs in this contest. And it's going to be a rather easy contest. There's one question to answer, but I'll get to how that in a minute. But what we have here to give away is we have the first edition player's handbook and we are looking at a in case you want to know this is the 13th printing of the player's handbook the dungeon master's guide is the 11th printing and the monster manual is the 9th printing okay uh, and these are all the orange spine books of my favorite i still this is my favorite co cover of the dmg just with the guy with the at the at the door it's great anyway but i'm going to be giving these away in a contest and keeping the older ones because i just like the feel of these older ones it's just so great they they're they're yellowed and stuff then they to me these kind of games become what they were created for they they become they become the artifacts and that, and but they're still readable. I had a set of like the the older ones a while back. I got from somebody in North Texas, and I had to get rid of them because the books like somebody kept. It looked like somebody just poured Pepsi on them, or something, and they just they were yuck. And I I had a hard time reading them, so I got rid of those. And finally, got a decent set. But I want to get rid of these too. I mean, I want to give these to some people. Okay, here's the deal. I am going to take the first answer to the question. When I post this show, the ad, you know, when I post it on Facebook, when I say it's a new episode, da, 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 post the answers there on Facebook because I will announce it if you're on Facebook. I will say new episode, and I said there's also a contest. Here's the question. It doesn't have to do with AD&D or D&D at all. It has to do with another TSR game, Gangbusters, one of my favorite games, as you know. Okay. Gangbusters came out in a box set in 1983. 1983. Beautiful box set. I have the box set. But later on, it also came out as they re-released it as the third edition book. And I want to know what year that third edition book came out. First person who can give me an answer, yes, I know you'll probably look this up on Wikipedia or somewhere else, but I'm not giving you ideas. But the first person to give me the answer wins these this set of Orange Spine AD&D first edition books. Okay? Deal? Deal. Anybody can enter. Anybody who listens to my show enter shows enter. Uh, and so we're going to do that. Don't forget, it's going to be on Facebook. I'm going to announce a new episode tonight before I go to bed. And you can give me the answers there. Just refer to the Gangbusters question and answer it. What 
what date did they publish the third edition of Gangbusters, which was the book? So, all right, I'm going to go start my day. And, okay, well, I'm totally lost track. Okay, fine. I forget. If you want to talk to me about this or anything else or my fading memory, you can drop me a line over at oldmangrognardgmail.com or you can drop me a voicemail on Anchor. And we are we are monetized now as little as 99 cents a month. You too can support this program and I would thank you. And thank you to my supporters, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Mark, and Juan Carlos. I would like to say you guys aren't eligible, but unfortunately you are. <laughs> but thank you very much for supporting my program. And don't forget about, about Marxy Walrings, the Yawning Owlbear. And congratulations to Bloat Games for successfully funding Survive This Vigilante City 2, the second two books in that series. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.